When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up? We did shopping today for the rest of this week in regards to Boozathon. Boozathon. Because we got to discuss some stuff with some people that know probably a lot more than we do, but that's okay. <laughs> so I'm excited for that. Uh, so, yeah, we swung by Elmo Wine and Liquor, picked up a bottle of Four Roses and Larceny. With our friend Tim over at Elmo Wine and Liquor. Shout out to them. If you haven't checked them out, definitely check them out. Uh, hashtag not a sponsor. But they have a wonderful selection of wine, liqueurs, whiskey, scotch. And they range in all different prices. And they have a great selection of local as well. Uh, so if you are in the market for local whiskeys, swing by. Check out Tim at Elmo Wine and Liquor and pick up a bottle. Yeah. So, like Mike was saying, we got the Four Roses Single Barrel. We might as well talk about it right now and make this the Wednesday clip. Yeah. So, we got the Four Roses Single Barrel, and we have the Larceny Weeded. So, what we're going to be doing is we are going to be having this bourbon talk with Hartman like we talked about uh, last week. And it is primarily around mash bill analysis and understanding what constitutes a mash bill, I'm assuming, and what is what goes in a mash bill, what a mash bill even means for some of you people that don't necessarily understand what a mash bill is. And also, we're going to be talking about the differences between a bourbon or, and a weeded bourbon. So, we got two different here. The Four Roses Single is a, what, just a Kentucky straight bourbon, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Larceny is a weeded bourbon mash bill. So, two different types of bourbon here for uh, us to talk about. <laughs> and it's going to be a fun time for us to discuss. And it's going to be obviously hosted by Justin Hartman from Hartman's Distilling. So if you have any interest in doing that, we created a Facebook event for everybody to. <laughs> Journey's just going off upstairs. Journey, Cleo's running Journey around. Journey and Cleo are just going crazy. It's fine. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about these two whiskeys, the differences between the two. Um, Justin Hartman, like I said, is going to be hosting it. And we're going to be there for moral support and to add whatever color we can. Which I'm excited for, yeah. because if we're good at one thing, it's adding color. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, I'm stoked for that. Should be a great time. Absolutely. So, tune in. Go to our Facebook. We created an event for this, uh, and we will be posting the meeting link on there once we have it, mm-hmm. which should be coming out relatively soon. So, it's this Saturday, April 18th at noon. So, if you can make it, that's great. He does them every uh, month. One Saturday a month, he normally does it in his distillery, but obviously, since we're all quarantined here we're going to be doing it virtually so this saturday april 18th at noon come join us it'll be a lot of fun 
Stoked. Nailed it. So, I have a question for you. For me? Yes. I have an answer. Okay. Just kidding. Recently, you dove in to a market in Buffalo that is slowly growing. And it allows you to work on something year-round. And I think that we should let our listeners and fans know what is new in not only your world, but this also is going to include me primarily from force. I wouldn't really say it's too much of a choice, but I think that it's just something I'm going to be forced into with you. So I'm excited. Uh, but you recently bought what? A golf simulator. A golf simulator. Is that so, what you're, okay. So yeah. when, when you first asked this question, I was like, where is this going? No. <laughs> what undeveloped area around here are you talking about? Yeah. You recently <laughs> just bought some land. Like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go mill it. I just bought my own golf course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It used to be a Lynx, and then it was deserted. So the golf simulator, how many courses are on this thing? There is 15. 15. 15 world-class courses. So there is this video game out there called the World... The Golf Club, that's what it's called. The Golf Club. And this uses that same platform for you to play off of. So basically, it's a cheap golf simulator. It's not something expensive. It's not a twenty thousand dollar unit, right? Because nineteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it was only a couple hundred bucks. And basically, what it is, it attaches to your club, and there's a sensor in that that is Bluetooth sensor that'll connect to your computer with a device installed, and it basically measures your like all the aspects of a golf swing so like your shaft lean right. how much you're tilting your hands to see if it's going to be like a draw fade shank or whatever it may be so when i swing it's just going to come up with yeah. ease everywhere for error <laughs> yeah. it's going to be like all right get your dog out of the garage and let's play <laughs> uh but <laughs> so it, it'll measure all that as well as swing speed and like shaft flex i'm assuming i don't really know yet i just got it today and yeah so you can just play and hit into a net and th- a net, not a net, a woman, because that wouldn't be very good. But you hit into a net, and then from there it'll analyze your swing and it'll project it on one of the courses that you select that you want to play. So if I want to go play Pebble Beach or something, I'll throw up Pebble Beach and it'll say you have X amount of yards to the hole like you're playing a real course. You bring out your driver, you hit it, and then you bring out your driver again because you shanked the first one, and now you got to do another one. So, yeah, it's just going to be fun. And it's a 550-yard par four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, God. Right. Not going to be able to do this. Not at all. But yeah, so it's cool. Uh, I also bought I bought a, a net and a golf mat to hit off of. So I'm just all set, man. I'm getting sick and tired of staying inside and not being able to do anything. Right. I mowed my lawn, which was a huge accomplishment. Same. So nice. It was Same. so nice to finally mow that lawn. Cheers. But uh, so it was cool to get out there and, and relax a little bit. But outside of that, I haven't left the house. Can't go to the driving range. New York just determined that golf courses are not essential anymore. Right. Which I don't understand, but whatever. I get it. So now I can just golf from my garage, which is going to be cool. You just said, I don't understand, but whatever. I get it. Yeah. Okay. I get it, whatever. Outstanding. I, I don't understand, but I get it. Right. It's like I, I don't understand E equals MC squared, but I get gravity. But you get it. Yeah, you get it. Exactly. So that was my first question. But you're going to play, and then we're going to record you playing. Yeah. So it's essentially going to lead to more content for everybody because in our first three ever episodes, we discussed golf. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we've trickled it in in a couple conversations, but we're starting to flirt with the idea of the Buffalo Happy Hour golf channel. Oh, yeah. Where you just watch someone who's decent and the complete average Joe who ruins the bell curve <laughs> of what good is. Uh, the individual with a handicap of 305. So I'm excited. Very excited for this channel. The thing with this simulator, though, is it only comes with one clip. So if you're going to hit your driver first, you screw this clip onto your club. And then if you want to hit a 7-iron, you got to unscrew the clip and move it to your 7-iron. Mm-hmm. They sell extra clips, which I'm flirting at buying, but they're $30 for three clips. It's like, all right, relax a little bit. I don't make money. I just had to buy a freaking water heater. I'm not making money. Did you really? Dude. So pissed. The zone in my boiler went. Really? Yeah, so that was super exciting. I woke up one morning and my house is 57 degrees. Oh, jeez. So. That's fun. Which, if you don't know what that means, your your zone is essentially the part of your boiler that talks with your thermostat and your boiler. So your thermostat would call for heat. It'll trickle down. The electrical wires hit your zone. And then your zone will tell your boiler to fire up because that specific zone called for heat. Um, that specific zone being the first floor of my house, I have a ranch, so I have two zones. Yeah, so I have two zones. I have a basement and the first floor. Um, my first floor zone crapped out. So what we did was bypass the zone, basically jumped it. So now we have the thermostat controlling the boiler direct. Um, easy, easy fix, but it was a lot of troubleshooting to figure out that that actually was the issue because it could have been a bad stat. It could have been the boiler itself because it's up there in age, um, which if that was the case, it was $5,000 to fix a boiler. Not a good day, yeah. um, but I got lucky. So what what'd you do? You just found out that you had no hot water? So my tenant called me on Easter Sunday. He said, hey, man, the uh, water uh, tank is leaking, so I don't have any hot water, and I don't have, like, any water pressure either. So I'm like, sweet, because the first thing that I want to do is call a plumber on Easter Sunday and be like, listen, I don't know what you guys got going on. Put down the ham and get to my house. You know, it just wasn't an ideal situation, but I called the plumber. He went today, had to get a whole new water tank, replace all the piping, because he said the tank was first installed in 1988. Dude, that hot water tank is older than I am. <laughs> That's crazy. They're supposed yeah. to only last like 15 years. This thing's in for 32 years. They don't make them like they used to. They don't make them like they used to at all. Right. I'm not going to make it to 32, but my hot water tank did. That's crazy. Absolutely. So I just had to get this replaced. Uh, so $1,500 later, we're, we're here. Go Bills. Fun time, man. Go Bills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it's it. It's crazy. So... I'm selling a golf simulator if anyone wants one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can make a quick 20 grand. <laughs> yeah. So, my next question. Okay. Have you seen an episode of Forensic Files yet? I have not. Come on, stop being a landlord. <laughs> Dude, I, it's not like I'm stuck inside my house all the time. I have stuff to do, Mike. All right. No, I, I haven't, and I should. That's, yeah, that's your next step. All right, so my third question. I thought there was only one question in order to three. Yeah, well, it's, ter- it's kind of like pet peeve Sunday. Like, we'll, we'll discuss one pet peeve that leads to 12, then we're just flipping out, flipping tables. Oh, yeah. So, third question. What is your life like now that you've caught up in Ozark? Terrible. Yeah. I do nothing but sit, stare at my window, and wait 
for season four. <laughs> That's literally my life now. And it's raining, so it's even more status quo. I'm just so pathetic. So if you want to know how Mike's life has been going, two weeks ago we discussed him never watching one episode of Ozark. <laughs> and today he just told me that he's done with all three seasons. <laughs> There's ten... Just so that everyone understands... One season of Ozark is ten episodes. Uh, Each episode is one hour long. And there's a lot that goes into that hour. Emotionally, mentally. Because there's so many different aspects of the storyline that you actually have to catch up and like know what's going on. You have to be aware of the, your situation. You can't just float through it. It's yeah. not like an episode of Family Guy. Right. So the show was extremely captivating. By far one of the best shows I've seen since Prison Break and White Collar. Yes. And I'm very upset that the only information we have is season four, potentially fall 2021. I'm not okay with that. It's going to be even longer than that, too. What they're, you... they're not recording right now. They can't record. Oh, yeah, they can't see each other. Yeah. So it's going to be even longer. Dude, it's probably not going to come until spring 2022. Thank God they do I'm that not recap. Okay with this. I know. But thank God they do that recap. Because that's that's huge. The beginning of every season, you got to watch the recap. Yeah, it, it was it's tough. It made it took them a year and a half to make this third season. So, and that was without a quarantine. So it's it's going to be probably twenty twenty two. It's tough, man. It's it's tough getting invested into a show and having to wait. I mean, we talked about this, but Game of Thrones. How long did it take them to make that last season? Like almost two years, right? Over two years, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's you get so invested into these shows, and then. You binge watch them like crazy. Like, I know a couple people that are trying to watch Ozark one episode a week to make it last. I can't, no. 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 They don't put it all out on Netflix for you to watch it like a normal TV show. Come on. Seriously. Plus, it helps the ratings when you binge watch. Yeah. So. Do you, uh, do we talk about this? Have you seen The Sinner? The Sinner? Yeah. No. <clears throat> so with Jessica Biel, highly recommend it. Jessica Biel's one of my women crushes. But, uh... It's it's an amazing series, and they're coming out, or they just came out with the third season. On uh, it's on USA, so it's on USA first, and then it goes on to Hulu after. And the lead guy in season three is Matt Bomer from White Collar. So you got to watch it now. Why do you do this? Next week, I'll expect a whole three season recap from you, dude. <laughs> It's it's very very captivating too. The thing it's that one sucks, of my shows. yeah. But the thing that sucks about Hulu <laughs> is that they have those friggin' ads, even if you pay for it. Mm. I did not know that. So, which we do, and then you still sit there and you still got to go through that stupid you ad pay portion. For Hulu Prime or Hulu Live? I th- or just regular Hulu. I don't know. Maybe we don't. Five or fifteen a month. I- that's Colleen's wheelhouse. I pay the mortgage. You know? I change the oil in my truck. That that's where I'm at. Speaking of which, that was that was a pretty stressful event, trying to figure out if you can perform an oil change on your truck. Not me personally as an individual, like I could, but at the same time, if I do it myself, I don't know how to go into the everything's a computer. So I can't go into my dash and change the setting to change my oil level to hundred percent. Plus I like to get the sticker. You know, let me know where I'm at for mileage because I don't want to track it on my phone. So, because everything's shut down, I'm like, well, I drive for work and I use my own truck, right? So, I have to get an oil change and I don't want to just drive my truck into the ground even if I'm using synthetic oil. Like, it's been 5,000 miles. I need to get my oil changed. Yeah. So, I called um, 
and found a spot that is still open, but it's basically you show up, you drop off your truck, yeah. and they call you when it's done. Like, you don't sit there and wait. It's So now I'm basically going to go slightly over, probably, I don't know, two, 300 miles over, and then... I know, it just bothers me. Because I'm very, I mean, you know, very anal, very no. OCD when it comes to my vehicles. Really? But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, should we talk about what we're drinking today, too? Yeah, man. All right. So, we're crushing Alberta Rye. Yeah, this bottle was full when Mike got here. Yeah. <laughs> then we started talking about Ozark. <laughs> Things got crazy. No, so this bottle of Alberta Rye, I've actually had for quite a while now. Yeah, I'm it's surprised probably, you've had it for this long. Yeah, it's probably on, like, four years. So it's been a while. Um, it's interesting because I don't know how much research you did, Mike, but I did do some as well. Um, Alberta Rye is obviously a distillery located in Alberta, in Calgary, Canada. And uh, this particular bottle here, their dark batch, is 45% alcohol, which is 90 proof. So it's very high proof for a whiskey, but it is very, very, very sweet. It is sweet. It's it's got like a whole heartiness to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they they do it very interesting with this rye bill here. And if you want to know more about mash bills, tune into the Hartman's Whiskey Talk on this Saturday. Uh, we're going to be drinking these bad boys. It's going to be a great time. So anyway, the mash bill of this, is, they actually broke it down not necessarily by the ingredients within the mash bill, but what portion of whiskey makes up this particular uh, drink. So right here, this is 91% rye whiskey. So they didn't get into the, the uh, intricacies of what that rye whiskey mash bill is, but 91% rye whiskey, 8% bourbon. So they blended it with old granddad Kentucky bourbon, which is crazy. They put American bourbon in their Canadian rye whiskey. And then they actually put 1% of sherry in there. Mm-hmm. And this sherry was Oloroso sherry from Spain. So they put all this into one. They didn't... So there's a... There's a common way of making whiskey, not bourbon, because bourbon has to be made in new char oak barrels. But when you get into whiskeys and the different layers and types of whiskey we're talking about, you can really age whiskeys and barrels whatever you want, really. It's the bourbon that has that strict contingency on it. But for whiskey in general, you can age your whiskey in a sherry barrel. They didn't do that. They actually added straight sherry to their whiskey. That's wild. It's crazy. I don't know if that's ever been done. I don't know if that's been done before. Well, on their website, they're pretty snarky. It's mm, kind of cool. Like yeah. they talk about how long it takes to make their product, and they hate it. Um, but it, like the, the color of it, is wait. It's not. There's a lot that I'm trying to say, but yeah. I can't get it off fast enough. I don't so know if you can see it, but so the color of. Their whiskey is very, very dark, wholesome, bold. Like, and then when you drink it, it kind of encapsulates Canada in a fluid. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel like you can survive a tough winter yeah. when you sip this, and it's just very hearty. It's a really, really good product. Um, but yeah, the only thing that I really got is they're the number one rye producer in North America, which I found very interesting. Um, they opened in 1946, and they have more than 450,000 barrels aging on site. Right. Which is extraordinary. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a ton of product. They killed it in 2015, too. They listed their awards that they got on their website, 
In 2015, they got a gold at the LA International Spirits Competition, a gold at the SIP Awards, a gold at the Craft Competition of 2015, a gold at the International Whiskey Competition. They won the Best Canadian Rye, and they got a double gold at the San Francisco World Competition. It was all in 2015, so they just put it all out there. Yeah. They probably haven't made a batch since, since it takes too long to make. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's very interesting. And if you haven't had a rye from Canada, you got to try this. Yeah. Because this is very, very good. Mm-hmm. It, it's different, though, because you can taste the sweetness and, like, the... I don't know. It kind of like has a current taste to it, like a like a black currant or like a dark fruit type taste. Sure, it's, it's so good. It very dynamic. Yeah, I'm all I'm all about mm-hmm. this. Yeah, this is good. I'm excited to rate it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll get there, my friend. You stay tuned. <laughs> no one leave. Yeah, no We're one forcing one. you to sit here and listen Please to us. Stay. We need the subs. I cannot wait until. The Rona passes because the amount of things that we have waiting, it's pretty stacked. Mm-hmm. And it covers a lot of different bases. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for it. You've been drinking some pretty crazy stuff lately, huh? Whiskey-wise. Yeah. But what have you been drinking? Tell the folks what you've been tasting. <sighs> I've been <laughs> I've been trying some crazy cocktails. Um we have the cask and crew ginger spice at my house. We got one foot cock at my house. Um, there's Woodford Reserve open as well. And I've just been kind of making some cocktails and crushing it neat. Uh, then I also threw in some seltzers for the boys just to switch it up a little bit. Keep that figure down. Yeah. But the the interesting thing you noted was cutting the grass. I also did that. I Obviously, I hit the trimmer. Right, worked on my edging, mm-hmm. cut the grass. Um, first cut of the year, I thought about it for about 15 minutes while I was prepping my lawnmower, making sure it was good for the season, sharpening the blades nice. naturally by hand. But the the first cut, I went diagonal left, so I'm excited because now I get to Start switch it up. Off strong, yeah, diagonal left. Oh yeah, it's a it's a flex, bro. It's a professional move. Yeah, yeah, it's a flex. <laughs> I weed whacked around the whole house, did all the edges first, and then. Uh, yeah, it just crushed it. So, it worked out well. Do you write down what direction you've cut mm-hmm. on the calendar? <laughs> mm-hmm. Bro, it's graphed out. I also was thinking about buying Nike Monarchs my first pair this year. Really? Yeah. Just get full dad mode? Yeah. Nice. But I might wait. I might wait until Colleen's pregnant. Then I'll buy my first pair. There you go. Because then it's, then it's true. That is true, yeah. You know? But then, you, then you hit your apex. Yeah. And you know that it's just going to keep going up from there. That's it. That's how Apex's work, right? I think so. Um, but yeah, so... Have you been doing Zoom meetings? That's one of the things now is that family members are getting together and doing Zoom meetings together. I, did, I have. I did one on Easter. I, I'm so used to Zoom because I do it at work mm-hmm. um, that it's not like anything new and exciting for me. It's just like another thing that I have to attend. So the crazy thing that I did on Easter was I combed my bangs down. I brush yeah, my hair straight. Head off. No, let, let this no, flow. No, let, no, let it flow. I'm man. not the doing long it. Blind locks. Let's go. It is repulsively uh, disgusting Repulsive. how long my hair is. I'm not doing it. It's dude. I wore my head at work today. That's how Did bad. You really? it, yeah, and I looked right at my boss and I was like, "This isn't coming off till I get haircut." I remember when we started this. You said like people will never see you in a hat. And now, I don't think I've seen you without a hat in a while. <laughs> like, last week, you didn't have a hat on. But other than that, 
You've been rock. I think you like hats now. I like this one hat. <laughs> this one hat. I'm still waiting on Clemson to sponsor either this podcast or me as an individual. <laughs> or me as an individual. Because I would wear, <laughs> I would never not be an orange. Yeah. Or white or purple. But I'm just, I'm all in. That's not a pun. It's just a really good plug. Hashtag not a sponsor, Clemson football. What do you got on under that jacket there, friend? Well, why do you have a jacket on? It's not even that cold here. Are you serious? Your house is like 14 degrees because you it turned the heat it's off. It's 68. I'm freezing. It's 68 right now. Every time I walk in this home, I shiver. I feel like I'm on the set of Balto. The... <laughs> the um, we're just a standard Nike polo under this shirt. Golf polo, I, I might add. Nailed it. Yeah. I got this Black Ops Fitness hat on. What's, Love it. What's that all about? So... Uh, Hashtag not a sponsor. Yeah, Tom, who is the my cousin who designed our our logo, he also worked with this company, this gym out in Delaware called Black Ops Fitness. It's sick. From what I've seen on like their Instagram and Facebook, we follow them on Instagram. Just so you know, uh, they're they're a sweet gym. Do some amazing personal training stuff, and uh, it just looks like a sweet environment that really embraces the just do it type mentality you know? oh gotcha like they started in a garage and then worked their way to storage units and then now they own this uh building which is pretty sweet i mean it's just like the they from what i've seen at least they embody the whole just grind until you make it type mentality which is sweet which goes with the whole black ops portion i mean you would know that better than i would but oh well let's tone it down I mean, I wouldn't necessarily know about covert black operations that occurred but again, in our history. But again, better than I would. But yeah, but but I know some things. I saw Black Ops, and I'm like, that's Call of Duty, right? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say I bought a Neomag today, but I bought a Neomag yeah, today. really? What's that so, about? Just practicality, Broham. Always be ready. Always stay prepared. <laughs> I used to work with the guy. <laughs> what? I used to work with a kid at Tops. Oh, my God. This is so funny. So when I used to work at Tops like 10 years ago or whatever, this kid came in, very sweet kid. But he was very into martial arts and protecting himself, which was great. I mean, everybody should understand how to protect themselves. I took personal training classes. I'm sure you've taken personal training classes or just on how to defend yourself, especially with the Army. But he took it to a whole new level. I love people like this. Yeah. He was telling us that he often carries around knives with him, just okay. in case if it happens. Yeah. My first question was, knives? You said plural. How many do you have? And he goes, five on me at all times. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean five on you at all times? He's like, yeah, I got one in each pocket, just in case. And then I have one taped to the inside of my leg. Like, Come on, dude. Taped to the inside of your leg? For what? When in the world, unless you're running through the woods naked... Are you ever going to be able to access that in a fight? Dwight Schrute would have an answer to that question. Dude, I when he told me that, I was blown away. Did you laugh at him? No. Okay. Because he would have pulled that knife from his leg and stabbed you with it. No, I'm not going to laugh at him. <laughs> there's there's people that I know that carry an excess amount of certain things, um, but most most people that I know, the max that they'll carry is like four tourniquets. They want one per limb. That. It's viable. Okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean? But, like, five knives is kind of... That's obnoxious. Yeah. Like, if you're going to walk around every day of your life with a VS-17 panel, it's a little obnoxious. Like, when are you going to flag a helicopter down with a bright orange panel standing in the middle of the road where the chopper can't land anyway? It's like you're... Yeah. It's... Yeah. But, like, I would even um, be okay with two, like, 
one in the front pocket and one in your shoe because I feel like that's a thing. But to tape one on the inside, like, I would cut myself multiple times <laughs> if I had a knife taped to the inside of my leg. I I mean, again, I'm not going to make fun of the kid because clearly he knows what he's doing. But I just, I don't get it. What's your everyday carry? What's my everyday carry? Yeah. I just have a pocket knife. So a pocket knife, wallet, phone, keys. Okay. Yeah. All right. Solid. Yeah. Why? What's yours? I have a Sig Sauer P365 with... We're getting demonetized. Yeah. You don't with, mention guns on here. With, with one mag, and then I, I carry a spare mag, and then typically I carry a pocket knife, um, wallet, cell phone, keys, and then I have a tourniquet in my truck and a compass really? in my truck. Yeah. I'm always driving for work, and I don't know what's going to happen. That's true. So I always keep a tourniquet. It's just good practice anyways. I think I have two like extremely old um, EpiPens in my car. Really? No Do you have a first aid kit in your car? I have two extremely old EpiPens in my car. Yeah, but do you have like a first aid kit? I have two EpiPens in my car. Okay, perfect. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, did you oh ever god, have a first aid kit? What, I got a box of ba- uh, band-aids. Not in my car. I don't carry first aid kits with me. Really? Yeah. What do about you? jumper cables? Yeah, I got jumper cables. Yeah, I have a first aid kit, jumper cables. I have a snow brush and a shovel. I, I put that... My mom used to create me, like, a care package every Christmas. We'd, my, me and my sister would get a care package. So it was a tote, and inside the tote had a blanket, a flashlight, a small ice scraper, hand warmers, and, like, granola bars or something that we just kept in our trunk just in case if we got stuck, we could keep ourselves warm, you know, the, the right. whole nine yards. Don't use it now. No She's not getting it for me, and I just don't don't use it. Like, I have jumper cables in there, and I have a snow brush sometimes when I remember to put it in. But other than that, I mean, I just... Put on the four-wheel drive and just gun it, man. No kidding. <laughs> Some serious mayhem's going on no upstairs. No idea what just dropped. That didn't sound good. I also keep a plug-in cigarette lighter-operated um, uh, friggin' compressor for tires. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I actually got a uh, cigarette lighter uh, outlet extension, so you can plug it in, and then you actually got, like, a 12-volt outlet. Oh, nice. That I should probably keep in my car, but right now it's in my garage doing good use. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Dude, there's so many good gizmos that people don't yeah, even realize that they should have in the car at all times. Yeah. But my dad was kind of like that, too. It just real old school. He was like, you got to have a pair of rawhide leather gloves in your car, <laughs> moving blankets, snow brush, shovel. But it's crazy because I actually took him up on it. And then when we were at the college that won't be named, I actually did get stuck in their parking lot one day after class because there was a blizzard. And I was there 8 to 5, like, you know, when we used to grind back in the mm-hmm. day. And I actually use that shovel to get out. And Dude. then everyone's like, how do you have a shovel in your car? I was like, because your dad's not absolutely batshit crazy like mine is. I had a shovel, too. One of those collapsible ones. Kind of like your food and spork thing that you got going on. Like an e-tool? Uh, yeah. So it just collapses. And I was able to get myself unstuck one time, too. Back when I had only front-wheel drive cars. What were we thinking? I, yeah, we were probably too poor to afford all-wheel drive. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Did you ever carry, like, cat litter? Because isn't that supposed to really get you out of... Cat litter or something that you just pour on like the Like sand? So your tires yeah, sure, get traction? Sure, yeah. yeah. Did no. you ever carry that? No. no. Do you throw sandbags in the back of your truck? No? Yeah, 100%. Because there's no weight in the bed. Yeah. So I throw like three to 400 pounds worth of sand. I just buy tube sand from Home Depot. Hashtag not a sponsor. If you want to, that would be wondrous. Yeah, I got some stuff I need to By buy. the way. I, need, I got some stuff. I still don't have... I made it through this whole winter without a snowblower. Nailed it. 
Yeah, that's... You and I first started talking back in October when we started this podcast about how the guy wanted $800 to fix my snowblower. <laughs> could buy a new snowblower for 800 bucks. That was not happening. <laughs> Bringing it full circle. Still don't have a snowblower. We survived. Yep. Global warming. Yeah, global warming's fine. It's freaking pouring. I'm surprised my basement isn't flooded right now. <laughs> I know. So He's in the shop vac episode. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Just trying to clean up that room behind you. God. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. Trying so to work it out. Any, do you have any plans? How was your Easter? We didn't even talk about that. What did you guys end up doing? Nothing. No? I made a pack of bacon. And by me and a pack of bacon, I'm saying I made an entire package of bacon. Give me all the bacon and eggs you have. So here's here's what happened. Uh, a friend of mine gave me some whiskey samples in Red Solo Cups on Saturday. So I tried... Well, yeah, what was those samples? That's what I was originally getting at when I first brought this up, Mike. Oh, were you really? I... Not even mentally there because of what I happened. I thought that maybe you didn't think that you wanted to talk about it for some reason. It's just a, a like really really good whiskeys. Yeah. But anyways, he gave me a stamp a, a sample. Sample no, first one of this week. Type of samples. Yeah, uh, Stag Junior one twenty eight, Stag Junior one thirty two. Uh, those are the proofs. A which is a very very hot whiskey. Weller twelve, and then CYPPE, mm-hmm. and each. Red Solo Cup was about a five ounce pour of each sample. Nice. I was gone. Do you remember calling me? <laughs> <laughs> was it obvious? You were, yeah, I was, I kind of remember. Yeah, you were hammered. I, yeah, hammered. <laughs> Dude, I went to bed at two o'clock and woke up at six. I took a four hour nap in the middle of the day. I was hammered. Colleen woke me up. She goes, it's 6 o'clock. Do you want to eat dinner? And I'm like, what day is it? I was hammered. Hammered. Yeah, you called me and you're like, Derek, man, I just want to let you know. I really love that we do this podcast, man. I just really want to let you know that this See? is amazing. I was See? like, oh, that's cool. Thanks, man. Because I care about it. Because I care about it. <laughs> and now I'm going to paint my basement. Like, All right. You do you, boo-boo. Yeah. Did you end up painting it? The next day. Oh, okay. Not that day. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, not that day. <laughs> Hammered, so fell asleep, woke That's up, awesome. and then the next morning, I'm like, I really want some bacon. Since we don't have any ham, we have nothing to really have an Easter meal with. I'm just gonna make some bacon. So I made an entire pack of bacon. Did you eat it all? Yeah, nice. Colleen had like four slices. There you go. Yeah. yeah, we had we had we made like a traditional Easter dinner here for the two of us. We had ham, mashed potatoes, coleslaw, um, just regular like Hawaiian buns rolls uh what else did we have we had something else too uh but yeah i mean it was it was cool we tried to make the best out of the situation and then right. we had a zoom call with my family on saturday so we kind of all celebrated and just chilled out there it's just such a weird time man yeah it's so weird seeing everybody in their respective homes talking to each other over the internet it's just so strange yeah it is like hi graham how are you oh good i can't work this computer i'm like oh i see ya. <laughs> it's just like okay i it's just such a weird concept of everybody just being home alone. Yeah. And just there'd be no person-to-person interaction outside of the internet. If the internet goes down, right now we have 80 mile an hour winds. If for some reason all the cables just destroy and we lose power and cable, that's the end of our civilization. That's it. Yeah, but on the positive to the Rona. Yeah, I still got my simulator. You're right. That is a positive. You still got your simulator. <laughs> I was able to drink Red Solo Cup whiskey samples and get hammered and then wake up and make a ton of bacon. That's true. 
I mean, there's there's some definite positives. And you're in the safety of your own home. Right. I was literally sitting there wearing Ranger panties, eating pirate's booty, <laughs> drinking fine whiskeys, and then took a four-hour nap. I mean, I don't. That's the most American thing that you can do in a long time. You know, that's true freedom inside your own home. It is true freedom. I don't know why Colleen's with me. So I ask myself that question about Gina every day. Yeah. All right, man. Do you want to get to rating this whiskey? No, we got to get to the cocktail section. That's what I meant. Cocktail section. <laughs> All right, drop the beef for the cocktail section. These cocktail sections have gotten to the point where I just don't know where I'm going to go with it, and I just let it take me. I let the rhythm take my soul and just go with it. Is it because it's episode 29? Yeah, and I'm running out of beats to do. How do you run out of something completely made up? That's the problem. I'm not that creative. Well, start looking up different beatboxes and look them up. It's got to be authentic, man. All right, be authentic. You got to see the struggle in my eyes. Okay. (laughs) My cocktail is called the Rye Squeeze. One and a half parts Alberta rye, four to five parts ginger beer. This is the most Canadian recipe that you can find. <laughs> a two moose? Yeah. Could be a deer, though. <laughs> two dashes of Angostria bitters, one pressed orange wedge. You add all ingredients to a low ball glass, fill it with ice, top with ginger beer, and stir. Nice. Uh, this is already made up for Cocktail Tuesday, and the photo, dude, it looks amazing. Really? Yeah. What it's do you got? A, it's in a low ball or high ball glass? Low. Nice. All right. Mine is called the Tim Horton. No, I'm just kidding. That'd be sick, though, right? You just mix in a little bourbon with your cream. All right, so this is called the Ryan Chai. You got two ounces of rye whiskey, a half ounce of honey, a quarter ounce of lemon juice, one drop of vanilla extract, six ounces of chai tea, one pinch of ground cinnamon, and one lemon wedge. This is not going to fit on that chalkboard when I put it off. Just saying. No kidding. Yeah, it is a lot there. Tea? Yeah. Chai tea. How do you feel about that? Looks good. It's going to wake you up. A lot of this comes from the website. So when we do Cocktail Tuesday and Cocktail Thursday... If the whiskey that we're having, like the distillery, if they have a website where they put up their cocktails, that's where we're getting a lot of this information from. So if you ever want to try something that we've had, go on their website, take our recommendation, or look at some of their other suggestions that they have. Mm -hmm. This just sounded interesting to me because I never, uh, I don't think we've done a chai before. So I just threw it out there. I don't know if I would like it, to be honest. I'm not a huge tea guy, coffee guy. But, uh, I mean, hey, it looked good. You'll see it on a cocktail Thursday post. Absolutely. Four years from now, because you and I are so far behind. <laughs> Speaking of far behind, I just realized your lead into the interesting drinks that I was having at my house when you first asked that question. Why? Because you were asking about the Stag Juniors. Yes. Yeah, that just hit my brain. <laughs> like people yeah, think far behind. People think that I'm like intelligent, or they think I'm literally <laughs> sitting here playing with you. Like, no, I'm literally just that slow. <laughs> Some days of the week. All right. Anyways, what's the time check? How are we doing on time? Because we're, we're like forty minutes. I'm a disaster this yeah, week. That's fine, dude. We all are. We're 
you are the only human interaction I've had outside of Gina <laughs> since like four weeks ago. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to kill each other. <laughs> you should see me when I'm at work and I see customers. I'm like, hi, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> like, are you real? <laughs> yeah. Like, can't touch you, but uh, how you been? Yeah, it's, it's they, crazy. Uh, they just proved that it could travel 13 feet now. Perfect. Yeah. So speaking of that. Did we you got- see that guy with a... Uh, Pool noodles taped to his head? Yes. Six, six feet that was a riot. The content... I just love people. The content coming out because of the Rona is class act. The internet's going to be on fire, bro. With this yeah. Rona, and now with our next president either being Donald Trump or Joe Biden, we got another four to eight years of this comedy. It's going to be great. <laughs> I know. It's going to be great. I'm excited. <laughs> I got our post-pod chocolate ready. Nice. Also, that's an actual segment... Uh, for us, that's never shown on camera. Maybe it will be. Who knows? Might Post throw it in. chocolate. There we go. Once we're done reviewing whiskeys in 2046, we can start doing reviewing chocolates. Just Stop. no sponge candy, no bark. And no orange chocolate. No orange chocolate. No, we need to do that next week. <laughs> we Listen. Know, we're going to take orange chocolate and wrap it in one of your post-pod chocolates just to see your face. I would commit arson. <laughs> I would literally probably just start burning the bar down. Oh my God. Yeah, Gina came down. Journey came down. And she brought this this glass of chocolates. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, post my chocolates. Here you go. I'm like, sweet. Those are Reese's, too. Such a future wife. Has some amazing peanut butter inside. Yeah, hashtag not a sponsor. If they will be a sponsor, um, I would not breathe for about three days. If Reese's steps forward and says, we want to sponsor your podcast, I... We got a long way. That'd be the end of me. I know. We don't even have 120 <laughs> subs. <laughs> Which brings us to this point. If you guys aren't subscribed, there's still about 50% of the viewers that are watching our videos on a daily basis that aren't subscribed. That literally hurts my feelings. Right? Like, they don't love us enough just to subscribe. It costs nothing. It does nothing. It doesn't nothing. cost anything. It doesn't do anything to you either. Yeah. It's literally you just logging into your Gmail and you're just clicking the subscribe button. Yeah. You don't pay for anything. It's not like a subscription. They should actually change the verbiage of that because... If you ask somebody to subscribe to something, that generally means that they're paying for it. It's you know what it should be like a fan. Yeah. It should just be a, a fan, fan or a icon. Yeah. yeah. The Facebook actually has if you go live, <clears throat> which we might be doing, we don't know yet. We still have to figure it out uh, if if we can do it or not. But the if if you go live on Facebook, you can send stars, and you basically pay for a number of stars, and you send stars to people that you like. That's cool. Yeah. It's like a top badge. Yeah, kind of. Nice. So, yeah, like, if you haven't subscribed, uh, I know we talk about this a lot, and there's this graphic here, too, but the subscription costs nothing. It's literally just for us to get to a point where people will look at our channel and be like, oh, look, these guys have a couple hundred subscribers. They might be legitimate, and then just start watching. Right. So it's just for us. Yeah. For the most part. It costs you guys nothing. Right. But at the big picture is that if the the strangers find us legitimate then it gives more recognition and then more business to the local mm-hmm. distilleries and other local businesses that we're promoting on the podcast right so in in all reality it's only helping buffalo mm-hmm. but all right let's Good get to, to guilt them into it Mike. yeah that's it just <laughs> run that guilt train let's let's knock out the uh the rating of this bad boy all right label branding um i'm giving it a b plus I'd give it a B. To me, this bottle does nothing. Literally nothing. Like, if you compare it to 
dude, I love that these shelves are here. It just makes us look so much better. But if you compare this to like a Southern Tier, this is like Southern Tier's logo, their information, and it just looks, I don't know, nice. That one just has literally the, the date on there. It says the company. I don't think that that's their logo. Do they even have a logo? <laughs> I'm, that's going, a- I'm going B. We're going B. That, that's what I mean by these guys. Like, they're just super salty about how long it care. takes to make rye whiskey. <laughs> they're just We're not going to spend time on a logo. It took us 40 years to make this whiskey. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I'm going B with this. Are you, you still on B plus? No, B. Okay. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree. <laughs> now we know why people don't subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably unsubscribing. Like, these kids are morons. I mean, it hurts my feelings when people unsubscribe. I saw I one person unsubscribe the other day. I'm like, aw. <laughs> were we ever at 119? No, we were at 118. We should be at 119. But oh. a couple days ago, we were at 118. We dropped down to 117, and now we're back up to 118. I don't even look. I just I just want the support from the people. I get so upset. I look a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> just trying to grow for the boys. All right, nose. B plus. I don't... You can pick up, like... I'm not getting a whole... A whole lot. You're getting a lot of the heat from the proof in here. It's yeah. not a high proof. Right, but it's enough. But it's a higher whiskey, like rye whiskey proof. Yeah. I mean, it's still hot. Yeah. And like, you can tell that it's still hot because both sides, you get that smell. Mm-hmm. Like, normally if you rotate it, you can get a different smell, but... I don't know. B I'm, plus. I'm not getting much. Yeah, B plus? Yeah, B plus. I'm literally not getting almost anything out of it. Yeah, not the nose, at least. The initial taste, you're getting some of that same, like, heat or burn associated with the heat through the initial taste. You can feel your tongue getting numb. It, it's, it's the first part of it. Sure. But you're also kind of getting, like, a sweet current or, like, blackberry ending I don't want to say berry because that associates like that type of sweetness it's not that type of sweetness but it's like this current like earthy fruit note on the end of it as it's going down that's what I'm getting I I don't know what that is but I'm I'm you get that bit of earth I just don't know what the hell it is but you get that bit of earth at the end of the initial taste Mm -hmm. and then it goes down and it like it, it, it hugs you like in the middle. <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's not like this would be a very good cocktail whiskey to me, because if you think about it, it's not a pure rye. You're not getting your typical peppercorn or your typical um, rye associated flavors to it. Even though it's ninety one percent rye, well, it's ninety one percent rye whiskey. So we don't know right. how much rye is actually in that whiskey. But you're getting a lot of it from there. And then you're adding an additional 8% bourbon into it. So you're not getting this authentic rye taste to it that you would expect. It's not bad. But to me, this seems like this is a cocktail whiskey for me. And then you're getting that 1% sherry. I I mean, I'm kind of, maybe that's what I'm tasting with the, the whole blackberry, or blackberry and the blackcurrant stuff is just that sweetness of the sherry. It's very, very light. Like, you can't. It's not something that's punching you in the face. Sure. But you can taste it just as it's going down at the very last second. 
this is like an intermediate between cask and crew and which cask and crew is 100% for cocktails yeah. and like introductory level whiskey drinkers. And then you would have this Alberta rye and then you would have like a two times hopped or, or even the cask and crew double oaked or cask and crew double oaked or three chord mm-hmm. where it's legitimately supposed to be neat. Yeah. And you're trying to drink at room temp and you're trying to figure out the tasting profile and go through the levels of it. This is, it's not there yet. Yeah. Um, I just don't think it's that kind of a product. I agree with you that it's, it, it would be fantastic in um, in a cocktail, similar to like a Woodford. Mm-hmm. Woodford is really hot, so when you sip that neat at room temp, you're like, you know, it'll it'll put some hair in your chest. But at the same time, if you put it in, if you put Woodford in an old fashioned, it makes it one hell of an old fashioned. This I feel would do the same thing. Um, it's it's just a really hearty whiskey. It's not. There's no, like, levels to it. Yeah. This isn't something that I would come home and drink at like, no. the end of the day. And that's why you asked that you're surprised that I still had it. It's because it's not one of those drinks. What would you give this for initial taste and ending note, then? <clears throat> I Like, initial I, taste, I, I enjoy that back half of the initial taste. So I might give that an A. But the ending note, I'm probably going to stick with a B+. Plus. Man, I agree, I've been, I agree, I've been slacking, man. The three chords not up there. What did we, what did we just do? Three chord and uh, we did the Alder Creek. Oh, Alder Creek, right? Both those aren't up on the board. They'll, I'll, I'll they fill it all out. This. I'll fill it all out and take a picture and then erase it because we got to get ready for level three. Yeah, we got one. Well, yeah, no, that's it. Three oh, chord yeah. Alder Creek and then this one. Sure. So interesting. So for initial taste, I'm getting an Earth, um, like an like an Earth. Not like tone, but it's just like an it, yeah, it's just like an earthy. I don't know, right? Like, I, I don't know how to explain it because it's not like normally you associate earth with like this oaky or woody type taste, but it's not. It's kind of more of like a. I don't want to say dirt because that sounds bad, but that's kind of what I'm getting at here, like a wet. Forest. It's like an earth grain. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're not like wrong. You could do like <laughs> that's an- what I'm saying. Like, that's why I'm laughing so hard because like wet forest. That's what I'm tasting. Yeah, like if you just walk in the woods and it's real damp that day, that's pretty much what this is. Like it's the most Canadian thing in the world. Like <laughs> right. yeah, like you're walking up on moose. This dude, this is like a wet grain. It's literally just yeah. like an earthy grain that's just not. Dry, I like it. Just doesn't make any freaking oh, sense. A wet grain, definitely not dry. Wet. I, yeah, I want to call him and just be like, "The hell am I supposed to taste?" <laughs> like, I can't Sorry figure this out. Sorry, we spent forty years making. This. I know. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna put earth oh, grain, God. and then for ending note, I'm gonna put. I do get a little bit of butter. There's a slight honey tone to it. Um, that's what I pick up on the ending note, and that's the back end of the of the ending note. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, Put down like a current or something in that uh, initial taste too. A what? Current. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what a current is? <laughs> I'm just thinking fast-moving water. I'm telling you, bro, I'm <laughs> mentally shot today. Just pull white water rapids. <laughs> white water rapids down in Devil's Hole. You're not getting closer to the border than that, son. Okay. 
I'm glad I can make you oh laugh. Oh my god, dude. This is... We're done. We're done. <laughs> Final rating. Oh god. Did we... Did we give an initial... Or an ending rating? Yeah, we said B+. Plus. Okay. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> in, in all fairness, too, this is also... This rye whiskey has been open for five years. I'm not sure how much that's changed the taste. Obviously, I don't remember what it tasted like five years ago. It didn't leave a huge impact on me, so I'm going to assume that it's not totally different. But in all fairness, take this with a grain of salt because this is a little bit of an older bottle that we've had. Excuse me. So, yeah, just for when we do this final rating because it's not going to be it's not going to be shattering our leaderboards. Just heads up. <laughs> Drop that countdown. <laughs> all right. Three, two, one. 88. 88. All right, dude. All right, dude. Got out of my head. 88. Nailed it. What's the average? Freaking dropping the bomb on the 78 last week. (laughs) It wasn't my favorite, but it was still good. Yeah, it was still good. I'm out. (sighs) That was good. That was a good time, man. That was fun. Yeah, it was a good one. So. That was episode mm -hmm. 29. Episode 30 is coming up next week. Mm -hmm. Um, We're one week closer to the Rona ending. We have almost no idea what we're going to drink for that standalone episode. Maybe one of these. Who knows? The bourbon talk with Justin Hartman and the uh, the bourbon boys, as I'm going to call them, the Facebook group that we're a part of, are also going to be on. What's their official name? Uh, bourbon enthusiasts. Bourbon enthusiasts. Yep. So, uh, and then hopefully some of their community is going to be on the Zoom call, which is on April 18th with Justin Hartman at noon. Uh, if you're interested in joining that Zoom. The info for the Zoom meeting will be in the Facebook group event that was posted today uh, by yours truly on the other side of the table, Derek Acruso, for Cocktail Tuesday that is going to be released as well. So make sure you're following us on Instagram and Facebook because that's where those primarily are. Thanks again, Tim at Elmo Wine and Liquor, for giving us these two bottles. We appreciate uh, having the stock and then bringing in the Larceny because that was uh, that was clutch. And as always, the environment and experience at Elmo Wine and Liquor was standout. Oh, yeah. And if you want to participate in the Zoom meeting, go out and buy a bottle, one of these bottles, too, because this is what we're going to be drinking and talking about. So yeah. as we go through the tasting notes... Uh, we're probably going to be doing like episode 30 and 31 on these two. Mm-hmm. So if you are unfortunately unable to make the Zoom meeting, you can get our tasting notes from our episode that releases after. Yeah. But this is what we're going to be tasting and talking about during the Zoom meeting. So if you want to talk with us and have a sip with us, go buy a bottle um, and then enjoy. As always, follow us, like us, subscribe to us, give us reviews, all that fun stuff. Show us some love for, for the boys and the gals. And we will see you next week for episode 30. 30. Big milestone, man. Boom. We're out. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.